Section 51 of Micrographia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dion Johns, Salt Lake City, Utah. Micrographia by Robert Hooke. Section 51. Observation 46. Of the white feather-winged moth, or Tinea argentea this white long-winged moth which is delineated in the thirty scheme afforded a lovely object both to the naked eye and through a microscope to the eye it appeared a small milk-white fly with four white wings the two foremost somewhat longer than the two hindermost and the two shorter about half an inch long each of which four wings seemed to consist of two small long feathers very curiously tufted or haired on each side with purely white and exceedingly fine and small hairs proportioned to the stalks or stems out of which they grew much like the tufts of a long wing feather of some bird and their stalks or stems were like those bended backwards and downwards as may be plainly seen by the draughts of them in the figure observing one of these in my microscope i found in the first place that all the body legs horns and the stalks of the wings were covered over with various kinds of curious white feathers which did with handling or touching easily rub off and fly about insomuch that looking on my fingers with which i had handled this moth and perceiving on them little white specks i found by my microscope that they were several of the small feathers of this little creature that stuck up and down in the rugosities of my skin next i found that underneath these feathers the pretty insect was covered all over with a crusted shell like other of those animals but with one much thinner and tenderer thirdly i found as in birds also is notable it had differing and appropriate kinds of feathers that covered several parts of its body fourthly surveying the parts of its body with a more accurate and better magnifying microscope i found that the tufts or hairs of its wings were nothing else but a congeries or thick-set cluster of small vimina or twigs resembling a small twig of birch stripped or whitened with which brushes are usually made to beat out or brush off the dust from cloth and hangings every one of the twigs or branches that composed the brush of the feathers appeared in this bigger magnifying glass of which e f represents one twenty-fourth part of an inch is the scale as g is of the lesser which is only one-third like the figure d the feathers also that covered a part of his body and were interspersed among the brush of his wings i found in the bigger magnifying glass of the shape a consisting of a stalk or stem in the middle and a seeming tuftedness or brushy part on each side the feathers that covered most part of his body and the stalk of his wings were in the same microscope much of the figure b appearing in the shape of a small feather and seemed tufted those which covered the horns and small parts of the legs through the same microscope appeared of the shape c whether the tufts of any or all of these small feathers 
consisted of such component particles as the feathers of birds i much doubt because i find that nature does not always keep or operate after the same method in smaller and bigger creatures and of this we have particular instances in the wings of several creatures for whereas in birds of all kinds it composes each of the feathers of which its wing consists of such an exceeding curious and most admirable and stupendous texture as i elsewhere show in the observations on a feather we find it to alter its method quite in the fabric of the wings of these minute creatures composing some of thin extended membranes or skins such as the wings of dragonflies in others those skins are all overgrown and pretty thick bestuck with short bristles as in flesh flies in others those films are covered both on the upper and under side with small feathers placed almost like the tiles on a house and are curiously ranged and adorned with most lively colors as is observable in butterflies and several kinds of moths in others instead of their films nature has provided nothing but a matter of half a score stalks if i well remember the number for i have not lately met with any of these flies and did not when i first observed them take sufficient notice of diverse particulars and each of these stalks with a few single branchings on each side resembling much the branched backbone of a herring or the like fish or a thin-haired peacock's feather the top or the eye being broken off with a few of these on either side which it was able to shut up or expand at pleasure much like a fan or rather like the posture of the feathers in a wing which lay all one under another when shut and by the side of each other when expanded this pretty little gray moth for such was the creature i observed thus winged could very nimbly and as it seemed very easily move its corpuscle through the air from place to place other insects have their wings cased or covered over with certain hollow shells shaped almost like those hollow trays in which butchers carry meat whose hollow sides being turned downwards do not only secure their folded wings from injury of the earth in which most of those creatures reside but whilst they fly serves as a help to sustain and bear them up and these are observable in scarabees and a multitude of other terrestrial crustaceous insects in which we may yet further observe a particular providence of nature now in all these kinds of wings we observe this particular as a thing most worthy remark that wherever a wing consists of discontinued parts the pores or interstitia between those parts are very seldom either much bigger or much smaller than these which we here find between the particles of these brushes so that it should seem to intimate that the parts of the air are such that they will not easily or readily if at all pass through these pores so that they seem to be strainers fine enough to hinder the particles of the air whether hindered by their bulk or by their agitation circulation rotation or undulation i shall not here determine from getting through them 
and by that means serve the animal as well if not better than if they were little films i say if not better because i have observed that all those creatures that have filmed wings move them aboundantly quicker and more strongly such as all kind of flies and scarabees and bats than such as have their wings covered with feathers as butterflies and birds or twigs as moths which have each of them a much slower motion of their wings that little ruggedness perhaps of their wings helping them somewhat by taking better hold of the parts of the air or not suffering them so easily to pass by any other way than one but whatever be the reason of it tis most evident that the smooth-winged insects have the strongest muscles or movement parts of their wings and the other much weaker and this very insect we are now describing had a very small thorax or middle part of its body if compared to the length and number of its wings which therefore as he moved them very slowly so must he move them very weakly and this last property do we find somewhat observed also in bigger kind of flying creatures birds so that we see that the wisdom and providence of the all-wise creator is not less shown in these small despicable creatures flies and moths which we have branded with a name of ignominy calling them vermin than in those greater and more remarkable animate bodies birds i cannot here stand to add anything about the nature of flying though perhaps on another occasion i may say something on that subject it being such as may deserve a much more accurate examination and scrutiny than it has hitherto met with for to me there seems nothing wanting to make a man able to fly but what may be easily enough supplied from the mechanics hitherto known save only the want of strength which the muscles of a man seem utterly incapable of by reason of their smallness and texture but how even strength also may be mechanically made and an artificial muscle so contrived that thereby a man shall be able to exert what strength he pleases and to regulate it also to his own mind i may elsewhere endeavour to manifest End of section 51